and welcome back to Pointless Podcasting. And I'm here, Crisis, and I have a guest today, again. And I said that I may have guests, but hey, look at this, another guest. Spoiling you, spoiling me. And today I am joined by Kaz, and she is going to help me talk about stupid nonsense along the lines of films, particularly Quentin Tarantino, and other movies and other stuff that comes to mind. We may also be joined later on by a, uh, probably a grudgingly, grudging guest, wouldn't you say? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, he may join us, um, he may not, it depends if his vanity takes him, um, <laughs> or not, or his embarrassment takes over, I'm not too sure. Um, he's a good talker, but I think he, he, he um, doesn't give himself enough credit. No, would you say he uh, does not? Yeah, he's more. He's more. He's quite eloquent and uh, smart, and he knows what he's talking about. But yeah, he, uh, you know, I think he's a little bit shy. Self-conscious. Self-conscious. Yeah, self-conscious. Anyway, this will make him even more self-conscious. Us talking about him now. It will. If he hears this, this will. will probably probably bother him. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about Quentin Tarantino. But before we talk about Quentin Tarantino, um, I just wanted to say, I don't know about you, but for me. Um, watching films for many many years I am now um, I'm more interested in directors than I am actors so you're a big fan of Quinton oh my god <laughs> so just to bring you up to speed Kaz many many years ago when we were talking about Quentin Tarantino um, I don't know how it came up but she said oh yeah I really something along the lines of yeah I think Quentin Tarantino I said sorry Quentin Tarantino, sorry, what did you say? Quentin, Quentin Tarantino, it's Quentin Tarantino. And I, I <laughs> lost my shit, and then I started saying, I don't think Quentin's even a name. <laughs> I'm sure there's far worse things that I could call him, but yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah, I you do. argued the point for ages, <laughs> and then started looking up to see if Quentin was even a name, if I remember correctly. I think Quentin is still a name. There's Quentin and Quentin, they're both a name. Oh, shut up. It's they not are. Quentin. Quentin's not, Quentin's not a name. If isn't, it is a name, it's, it shouldn't be a name. Isn't, Quentin's bad enough, but Quentin... Quentin Blake? Is that Quentin? Is that Quentin as well? Maybe I'm wrong Quentin about that. Quentin Blake, oh my God. The illustrator's a wrong doll. Do you want me to hand you a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, for me, personally, as a 44-year-old man, Personally, I'm more into directors now um, than I am actors. Don't get me wrong, still love a good actor and I, I love a good screenplay and I love a writer and everything else. But I'm more and more, as I get older, I become more and more obsessed with directors. Must be all your birthdays and Christmases come at once when it's a, an actor come director come writer. That's my favourite thing of all. If it's a, <laughs> 100%, you've, 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 you've got me completely and utterly tagged. I absolutely love... Do you know what my favourite thing is? A first time... Writer director, that is my mm. all time favorite thing. Is when a film the comes passion, out, the yeah, passion they have for yeah. that, yeah, that first movie, the one that they've been thinking about and writing exactly. and, and tweaking they've for had years. in the back pocket, <laughs> exactly. And you know, this is going to be their soul on celluloid, you know, you know, this is going to be, you know, this is their, their. Uh, coupe de grace is that was that the coupe de coupe de coupe de, uh, coupe de gras sorry sorry I'm an idiot and here comes the warning so <laughs> <laughs> I am an idiot stupid angry man and I will say stupid things and don't take them all as fact 
or even my opinion, because I'm an idiot. I just say whatever comes to mind. And as you can tell from that, I'm stupid. So anyway, getting back to the point, if I've even got a point, it's that I love directors, and yes, I love writer-directors. They're my all-time favourites, so people like Kevin Smith, Quentin Tarantino, people that will write the script, and they'll be involved in the screenplay process, and they'll be involved in selling the damn thing, and they'll direct it, and you can hear their voice behind the characters in the film. Some people complain about that with Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino particularly. I Um, like that. I like that, because I like that... Well, like you say, you're just hearing their voice, so you can hear them telling the story, even when it's other people doing it. You know, it's very much coming from their mouth and their thought process and their ideas. Mm. Yes. So, yeah, a first-time director, writer-director, is my favourite thing of all. I love it, and yum 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 yum. I digest it in mass. Um. So my favourite director, as you, if you haven't guessed by now, it's pretty damn obvious, of course, is Quentin Tarantino. Uh, sorry, is it Quentin Tarantino or is it Quentin Tarantino? I'm not so sure. Quentin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Getting it wrong is all it? the time. Oh, who cares? It's, it's Quentin. It's Tintin. It's Tintin Tarantino. Tintin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Snowy. Anyway, so I thought, hey, Crisis, what's that, Crisis? Who are your favourite directors? Well, thanks for asking. That's okay. Um, why don't you tell us who your favourite directors are? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Why not maybe compile a top ten? Re- I, when am I going to have time to do that? You done it earlier? That was good of you. Okay, let's get into it. So, before I go with my favourite ten directors, oh, no. how, about I, <laughs> how about I throw it over to you and you can tell me who are your favourite ten directors? Well, first of all, I need to try and think of ten directors. If you haven't got ten, and I'll and, and this mind, is where, think, you know, Matt, you've put your disclaimer in that you're an idiot. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer in for myself. I have no memory. I have no working, functioning memory, really, of any sort. I so when I try and remember stuff, even though I know I've seen it, I've watched it, I can even remember little images and snapshots from a film or something I've seen, and I know I've seen it. Couldn't tell you the name of it. Couldn't tell you the actor's name of it. Couldn't recognise it. You can see who that is. No, I know them. Don't know who they are. Mm. I mistake people all the time. I'm terrible with faces and I'm terrible with names. So I don't remember. She's cheated on me six times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so full of shit. And then I found out later on. She was like, I thought it was you. You were wearing the same hat. (laughs) Uh, uh, okay, look, it's hard to remember. Okay, and Quentin I'll, Tarantino is definitely up there as probably well, one yeah. of my How favourites. How did you come up with that one? Oh, no idea. So he's got to be up there. Mm. Um, the guy that the done one with the hair. Interstellar. Interstellar, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Fantastic. I like a bit of Christopher Nolan. Christopher I really Nolan. like those two guys that did the films together, the ones the recent... See, this is where I have to get you to help me out. They done the re- they did the films. It's two t- brothers or friends, I think, and they've done some really, un- really good movies. One of them was all about some guy living in an old house in the woods, and he's a bit of an alcoholic, and he his friend or someone comes along to try and help him out. 
and some weird situation goes on there. Yeah, and he also made about. the film. Yeah. Yeah. He also made the film about uh, there are a couple two of guys directors. in the yeah. car with the Justin zombies. Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, I think That's we're talking it. about. They yeah. made a film called Resolution. Yeah. Uh, followed by. One in the car. Is uh, that them as well? Sorry? The two guys in the car and the zombie. Like, no, no, impressed. they were they were friends of the guys that made that film. Oh, I think you're okay. thinking of Sh- uh, Shane Corrath. Yeah, like um, that. Yeah, he made Primer and um, The Dead Centre. Mm-hmm. And most recently, did he make another one? It may have been After Midnight, I think you're thinking mm. of. No, uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, I think that's the name. Mm-hmm. Um, they made. Um, yeah, they are very good. They made The Endless. Yeah. Um, this latest one, last one. Oh, no, the last one was uh, Synchronic. Mm-hmm. With uh, Anthony Mackie and old matey boy, juicy boy, uh, the dude from uh, The Falling, The Fall. The with, Fall. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, oh that's, that's, that's a fantastic. We could do a whole podcast just on that. Yeah. God, that's so good. Um, yeah, we're, yeah, so Synchronic was the last one. I thought that was The Endless. And then before that, I believe it was Resolution. No, Spring. Mm-hmm. Spring was the other one. And Resolution was the first one fantastic they've not been around long enough for me to put them on a list no, I just know there are people say, that have but stuck they're up and coming who did Midsommar and also Heretic well, Aaron, Heretic um, Ariasta Ari- yeah Aaron yeah. Aronofsky no Aronofsky no no, no. <laughs> no that's okay, Darren that's Aronofsky mother. yeah so you, you've just proven Plus, your I have proven you've just proven point. your point I'm rubbish I'm not the person to ask but what's your favourite well, I, like I a actually feel better in this podcast because it's not just me being in this stupid idiot man but I do like hey, Aaron Aronofsky and yep. I like the person who did Midsommar. Yep, Midsommar. 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 Um, and Darren Aronofsky, did... of course, did Mother. 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 Exclamation mark. Mother. Uh, but he also did um, her- Heritage, Heretic, her- Heresy. Hereditary. Red, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That was that great. That was a good one. Oh, no, that one. So I will tell you who I thought and I had a good think about it, and I'll give you the also-rans first. Funny enough, Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson were up there, but I couldn't quite put them in because they haven't been around long enough, and I thought Synchronic was just okay. Mm. And it was their last movie, I thought it was just... I thought The Endless was phenomenal. You fell asleep, of course. Mm. Um, <laughs> it wasn't that long. I know it's called The Endless, but come on. <laughs> it was late, and I think I just... Yeah, oh, you missed the best part as well. So good. Let me do spoilers and tell you the ending. No. Um... They almost made it. I almost put Walter Hill in there. You know Walter Hill? Uh, is he director? a comedian? No. Okay, I don't <laughs> He's a director. Know. Obviously, we're talking about directors. Yeah, but is it, yeah, Jonah Hill is who I was thinking of. Sorry, he's a director and a comedian, isn't no. he? No. Is he just an actor? <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll shut up. Jesus. Um, we're going to have fun out in this one. Um, <laughs> so, Walter Hill, you obviously don't know who that is. He um, directed a film called Warriors. He also directed 48 Hours. And what? Walter... The Warriors? Yeah, The Warriors. Warriors. Yes, come out okay, to play. Okay, I do clink, know. Clank, clank, clank. Yeah, Warriors. Clink, yeah, clank, clank. I do know who that is. Then. Well, you don't know. Who well, it I know is. his work. You know who it is now. I've just told you. I know his work. Is. And now you know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know he also wrote screenplays for lots of other very popular films, including a little film you may have heard of. I'm not sure called Alien. Oh yes, so I did do that actually. Mm. No. <laughs> So yeah, I almost put him in there. Um, I think he may have had something to do with um, Fright Night. Or am I thinking of Dan O'Bannon? Oh, I might be getting confused. I'm not the person. Anyway, to ask. Um, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who did I um, write? I also um, 
also I had to take out Francis Ford Coppola. Can't believe I'm actually taking Francis Ford Coppola out of a top 10 because it feels like he should just be in there for the Godfather films alone and Apocalypse Now. Are mm. you kidding me? This guy's legendary. But I had to take him out because I wanted some new blood in there. And I replaced him with, I can't believe I'm saying it, Ben Wheatley. Had oh, to be in ben there. Ben Wheatley, of course. Had to be in there. So yeah. here's, my, here's my top 10. Born in England, but made in England? Born in England? He's actually from around the corner. He lives in Basildon. He is. He comes from well, Basildon. Well, he, he came from Basildon. Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know if he still lives there. I think he does, actually. Um, but yeah, he's just around the corner from us. Oh, Basildon. <laughs> oh, Barry Basildon, mate. It's practically oh, our mate. neighbour. Mate. Right, let me pop another movie out of this game. Right, right so... Have a banana. Yeah, have a banana. I don't know if I'm taking the piss out of him talking like that. We talk like that. <laughs> we're, and that's not, we're talking about someone that lives in Essex, not anyway, someone that lives yeah. in, in um, anyway. London. Anyway, so here's my top ten. Not in any particular order. As you probably guessed by now, Quentin Tarantino is the top of that list. And here they are. So, Darren Aronofsky, already been mentioned before. Um... Phenomenal. Is it all I the way back from Darren? I thought it was Aaron. No, Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. <laughs> Do you want that shovel back? Oh, I'm, I'm quite <laughs> um, so Darren Aronofsky. Um, obviously, going back to uh, Requiem for a Dream, and then all the way forward to Mother, and everything in between. Um, most people probably know him for his seminal directorial film Noah, <laughs> <laughs> with Russell Crowe. And the weird rock people. Yeah. That was the best biblical telling of the story ever, wasn't it? Oh dear. <laughs> and of course, Black Swan. Um, Sam Raimi. How can yeah. you have a list of top ten directors without, without Sam Raimi? Yeah. I mean, the dude could have just made Evil Dead and one and else. two and Army of Darkness and left it there, yeah. and we still would have loved him. But he didn't. He went on and made uh, what was it? The, the Gift. Gift. Phenomenal movie. Obviously, Spider Man. Spider Man trilogy. I get a lot of knocks, but I still think they're a lot of fun. Most Pretty comic cool. booky of all the of the Spider Man films, you could argue until maybe the more recent one, Homecoming. It was very, mm. um, yeah, just very true to a comic book and had that feel yeah, of it. Yeah, you tell he's a comic book nerd. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you know, plus he's obsessed with the Three Stooges as well. That sort of comes. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. That came into Evil Dead, The Evil Dead as well. Obviously Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese. I mean, do I need to mention the films Martin Scorsese's no, made? Really. I mean, come on, the guy's an absolute legend. Kevin Smith, Yeah. Um, you couldn't get a truer writer-director. I mean, he may not be the best director when it comes to action and all that kind of stuff, but my God, does he put his heart in his script. I was going to say, yeah, it bleeds his um, heart into his... Stanley Kubrick, of course, now a completely different end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about just the composition of a shot and yeah. how amazing his, his films are and the feeling of dread that you feel mm-hmm. in a lot of his movies, even when there's not anything scary on the screen. Yeah. The Shining's enough for him just to be up there, really. Well, 2001 but, Space Odyssey. Two, yeah, I mean, come on. Okay, yeah. It's one of the True. most phenomenal movies ever made. And you know, yeah, and you know, half of Full Metal Jacket's really, really good. First half, yeah. Yeah. Um, Barry Lyndon. I mean, do we need to go on? This guy's made so many movies. Um, Christopher Nolan, as you mentioned, fantastic. Um, What is his best film? I really like Prestige. Mm. Um, I really like Memento as well. Yeah, Memento is fantastic. Yeah, I remember Memento more for you remember Memento. Memento. You remember. Re- you remember Memento. Do you <laughs> yeah. remember it? I remember it. Wait five minutes and see if you still remember it. 
Then you can. But tell I remember me. that then more for the actor. The um, uh, Guy Pearce. Go- Mementos, Guy Pearce. That's what I just said. Oh, I'm not thinking of the right film at all. Then. Okay. I think I'm thinking the Machinist. Oh my God. Yeah. Right, and so let me just give you that shovel <laughs> back again. Um, so. Memento, which is the one with Guy Pearce where he has a five-second memory span and he kind of is your movie, really. He's got a five-minute... T- t- yeah, yeah right. I do know the film. He's yeah. got a five-minute memory span and the film goes backwards. Yeah. So it's your perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the film. You remember it? Yeah, I do you remember. Memento? I do remember you Memento. Remember yes, I do. Thank right, you let's very wait much. five minutes and I'll ask I'll you if you remember it again. And you then just you... said that two minutes and ago. Then you t- that's the whole point of the joke. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it. And then you tell me the film backwards. Yeah? There was well, you a... mean in the right order then? Exactly. And when you bought the Blu-ray, oh, yeah. the particular Blu-ray of Memento, because the film, and I'm not even joking, it, it runs in five minute roughly increments and, then it, and the film actually runs backwards. So it starts at the end and runs backwards and the character who you're watching, who is an unreliable kind of narr- uh, narrator, he keeps forgetting the last five minutes and the film goes backwards. When you bought the Blu-ray... It came yeah. with a special feature which allowed you to watch the film in the right chronological order. It just is. for fun, if you really didn't want to watch the film that way. Which yeah. is cool. Anyway, so that's Christopher Nolan. Obviously, you, you, come on, we all know Inception and Interstellar and Who so on. Who did High Rise? Um, we'll get to that. <clears throat> so, Ben Wheatley. Yeah, it is Ben Wheatley. Right, so how many have we done? We've done one. Darren Aronofsky, Sam Raimi, two. Quentin Tarantino, three. Martin Scorsese, four. Kevin Smith, five. These are not in any kind of order. Stanley Kubrick, six. Christopher Nolan, seven. And then um, Danny Boyle. Absolutely love Danny Boyle. Fantastic director, because he made... Snatch? No. Lock, Sock and Two Smoking Barrels? Oh, are you kidding me? You're confusing with guys. Okay. You're confusing them with, oh, I really want to be a geezer, but I'm actually well spent. But he, also, he made Revolver, didn't he? Revolver? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, he made Revolver, but no, that's not who I'm talking about. Jeez. Danny Boyle. Is the direct- Danny DeBoyle. Danny DeBoyle. Danny <laughs> Danny Boyle. Yeah, no, don't take Mark Kermo's joke. Um, Danny Ball directed Train Spotting. He directed Shallow Grave. He directed oh, yeah. Sunshine. Most Sunshine's not recently. very good. I like Sunshine. It's a great film. Um, 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later. Do I need to go on? Um, yesterday was his last one. Uh, a bit yeah. rubbish. Um, yeah. And then, of course... The last on my list, again, keeping it British, is Ben Wheatley, who we mentioned yeah. earlier, who directed High Rise, yeah. Kill List. Field of England. Field of England, Kill List. Yeah. Um, every film he's made pretty much is amazing. Um, although his last one I thought was okay. I can't remember the name of it. It was a Netflix-only one, and it was a remake of a film that had already come out, and it's a mm. name. It's like one name, one female name, okay. and it's like a ghost type of ghost story kind of romance thing. It was okay. The name escapes me now, mm. but every other film he's made is brilliant. Free, fi- film, Free Fire. Is that the one with the camper van and the couple that go? No, that's not Ben Wheatley. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that movie. I know you told me about it a lot. I thought it was a Ben Wheatley film. Worst guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you just worst guest ever alarm. So if you just want someone to sit here so you can take the piss out, I'm good at I'm good I can for that. do that. I can do that with myself, can't I? Yes, you can. It's easy to take the piss out. You're an idiot. I know I'm an idiot. That's what I just said. Well, then why am I here? I don't know because you live in my head. Well, get out of my head then. We've been having this fight for about the last twenty years, and is it going to end? 
No. See, I don't need any guests. Not, you've only been arguing with yourself for half your life. Yeah, I was probably... For the first half, what were you doing? first half of my life, I was too busy thinking about girls and masturbating, I think. <laughs> <laughs> my teenage years. Not from, like, when I was, like, two. <laughs> I'm thinking about girls, they stink! <laughs> I hate them! <laughs> anyway, so... That is my very self-indulgent thing. We've done that now. And didn't mean to belittle you. Most people don't ever think about directors, to be honest with you. I'm surprised you remembered as much as you did. I'm just a stupid nerd. See, that's a good thing. What I remember today is, is, is a lot. That's impressive for me. It's a lot, man. It's a lot, man. It's a lot, man. It's like a lot. A lot. Oh, my God. It's like so much. So... Hello, it's me, Crisis from the Future. Oh, my future's so weird. And I'm just here to say, oh, what was I talking about, my favourite 10 directors? I was so stupid. I forgot one of my favourite directors of all time and didn't put him in. And I had to make this point just to bring it back because I'm an idiot. And of course, I forgot the seminal and the wonderful Dario Argento, one of the greatest directors of all time. Um, back in the uh, 60s to the 80s, even some of the 90s, his run of films were uh, un- unbeatable, unmatched in my opinion. Um, cinef- Cinematography-wise, not so much when it comes to actors. He never really liked actors so much. They got in the way of what he was his vision. <laughs> but um, yeah, just an amazing director. Uh, it came from the old school... Um, of uh, Italian uh, filmmakers, uh, spaghetti westerns and all that were happening back in the time. I think his father worked on some Sergio Leone, um, helped out. Uh, Dario helped out with screenplays, I think, for Once Upon a Time in the West. Then he became a film critic and then eventually would go on to start directing films. Um, he ended up making the uh, Jallo movie uh, very popular. Uh, and It was already around at that time, uh, based on the old Jallo books, with these mystery whodunit books that were bound in the yellow... The word giallo um, in Italian means yellow, and these books were bound in uh, yellow. A lot of films are made around that same idea. Um, directors like Lucio Fauci, Mario Bava, um, Sergio uh, Martini, I, th- I think, made a lot of these films. It was only when um, Dario Argento, um, well, I feel like it was when Dario Argento sort of took that to the next level with uh, extreme... Um, levels of gore and amazing cinematography, colours, lighting, um, just just phenomenal stuff, just really great. It was a shame that the Italian film industry just didn't have the money anymore and kind of you can see that in these films. If you watch these early films starting with like Crystal, you know, A Bird with Crystal Plumage and um, Cat and Nine Towers for example, Inferno, Suspiria, Deep Red, Fondo Rosso, same thing, different Italian name, um, and this goes on. But when you get into the 90s and, you know, in the mid-80s, you're starting to see the lack of money that they once had. I mean, you had films, during the height of that, you had films um, like uh, Terror at the Opera, or just Opera, which is probably my favourite Dario film, where, you know, he shoots the film in three different locations across the world. <laughs> just because he's got the money to do it. It's ridiculous. Flamboyant. But it's so wonderful to watch. And, you know, any chance he gets to put a camera somewhere you wouldn't normally use. And 
Also, this, I think, is something that um, is comparable to Quentin Tarantino in his work later on, and uh, people like uh, Rob Zombie as well, where um, you can definitely see little winks and homages, especially um, something like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I recently watched. Um, I noticed a lot of shots, like where he'll just let the camera breathe for a bit and pull back and then let a scene happen, or just the use of where they put the camera, things like that. Just very much a nod to uh, Dario Argento. And, you know, he worked with some greats as well, um, eventually working with uh, Lambato Bava, the son of Mario Bava, who is a legendary uh, Italian director, um, on Demons. Um, and, of course, he worked with uh, the legendary George Romero on um, the uh, Dawn of the Dead, uh, where he made his own cut of the film. Um, if you get the special edition now, you can get that version of the film with a few little changes in the Dario style. And of course his daughter as well, um, Asia Argento, she was in a lot of his films um, from very young, um, from Demons 2 uh, upwards, and then eventually became like almost like a muse for her, well, he killed her a lot in his movies. <laughs> Before that it was uh, his wife, uh, Daria, who um, also was a screenwriter and um, helped him with a lot of the uh, original ideas. I believe she was one of the original writers of the whole Suspiria trilogy. As you can tell, I want to just keep talking about Dario now, but I need to let you get back to your Quentin, <laughs> your Quentin Tarantino. I just wanted to apologise, and now I'm going back to the future. Ooh. As we're waiting for our final guest to arrive, who's late, who got me out of bed early. You probably won't even say anything to say hi. Right? Yeah, you won't. Um, um, let's get on to the main course. We may have to retrack over these and talk again. Um, we've had your hors d'oeuvres and now we are. <laughs> we've had your hors d'oeuvres and now, um, did you enjoy your, hmm, prawn cocktail? Hmm, what's that? Um, some garlic mushrooms. Did you enjoy those garlic mushrooms? Were they tasty? Mm, 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 yum, yum, yum. Did you like them? I'm talking to you. Don't, don't, don't look at the podcast like that. Don't, don't don't turn it off. Don't don't just because you don't like my analogy, okay? You know I'm talking to and I'm talking to you, okay? Don't make that face. I can see you, okay? We're friends, aren't we? I thought we'd establish some sort of relationship here, okay? So don't turn off. We're getting into the main course now. He's talking about garlic mushrooms. He's a fun guy. Why would you turn it off? The <laughs> bunch. <laughs> Quentin, sorry, Quentin Tarantino's. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino's. Quentin Tarantino's. That's about right, toes. Quentin Tarantino. Oh my God, yes, he exactly. He does like feet. He likes feet, he doesn't does. he? Oh, Quentin, Quentin loves his toes, doesn't he? Feet, toes. I think that when he was a young boy lad, he had someone in his life it could have been family member, or it could have been someone he really had a, a, a he digged, he liked, and they had some sort of weird thing where maybe they made him maybe wash they played their feet. With his maybe they made him wash their feet, or or clean their feet, the or their do feet. their nails, or it could have been like, that he one of his first sexual experience was someone like playing with him under the table with their foot or something. Yeah, I don't. You're not looking at the feet. I think it's more than that. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be more, it's than, more that. than that. I reckon, I reckon someone used to make him paint their toes mm. or clean their feet or something 
Or maybe like the first experience sec- was like suck yeah. my toes or something. Your sexual, your sexual preferences are developed at such a young age. They're kind of ingrained in you before you even know what sex is or, or in the act of it. Like in those very early days. So it's very odd to know where that came from. But mm. it cements your first sexual experience or, or understanding mm. of sex is the thing that defines what you're Well, into. he has a fascination with the feet, doesn't he? I he mean, does. there isn't a movie that he's made that doesn't have some sort of feet-exposed gesture right Reservoir. in front of your face at every single turn that they can make, except mm. for his very first feature, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, that's what I was thinking, Reservoir Dogs doesn't have so, any feet. No, it doesn't. In it. it doesn't. But that's because when he took the screenplay to, I think, Miramax at the time, Band Apart, and he showed it to them, the, the film was originally two and a half hours long, but they had to cut it down because mm. there was like 45 minutes of just feet. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what has this got to do with the script? And he's like, uh, listen, okay, okay, listen. Okay, this part here is, is I can't do this. Okay, okay, now, <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. Of course, between Woody Allen and Joe Pesci. Okay, 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 all right, all right, all right, all right. He says that a lot, all right. So, so what I thought, all right, is like the feet part, all right, is like, all right, all right. Uh, anyway, he put 45 minutes of feet in there and they're like, no, we can't do it. Oh, that's our guest. And there you have it. There's part one. And if you want to find out and hear the next part and see who the guest is, be here next Friday for part two of Pointless Podcasting. And in the meantime, if you want to go over to the Carnival Crisis YouTube channel, you can check out the uh, True Romance unboxing, the Arrow Videos True Romance unboxing, which is out this week as well. And plenty more stuff on the channel to check out, music and, and films and, and funny stuff on there. Please go and check it out. It's the Carnival Crisis YouTube channel. Uh, tell a friend, subscribe, like, all that sort of stuff. And... Uh, Please come back and enjoy the next episode of Pointless Podcasting. Bye.